Hello and welcome to Dinis Guarda YouTube podcast series powered by citiesabc.com and openbusinesscouncil.org. And uh, I'm actually happy to highlight actually today that we were actually certified silver by YouTube. And as well, uh, we have a final certification with over 100,000 followers and as well um, at the moment close to 14 million views. So thank you all for making this happen. And uh, without uh, further delay, I'll go to my special guest of today and as well uh, about how we're going to be talking today and about uh, some of the things we're going to be focusing. So today we're going to be touching um, an area that is quite sensitive for everyone that is about uh, um, I would say the area more important that is about our personal mental health and all the challenge with that, but as well how we deal with society in a lot of different parts. So I welcome to our series Zach Schlein, uh, the, C the CEO of Filter Off app and uh, mental health advocate that has been helping uh, um, at, at the moment, I think directly close to 1,000 families worldwide. Uh, so Zach is a serial entrepreneur, best-selling author, and a mental health thought leader and advocate and a digital uh, personality. He has over 10 years of experience in terms of digital and uh, is currently leading the Filter Off app, which we're going to be talking about. That is a video speed dating app for brands, nonprofits, and influencers to connect with their audiences. And uh, Zach uh, has been educated in information management from Syracuse University and has developed a career around entrepreneurship and as a digital marketing and as well working with brands like Johnson & Johnson and uh, a lot of different things in terms of business analysts and, and as well global health services team. As a serial entrepreneur, uh, uh, Zach Sline has founded several companies like BeginU, a platform for college students to find projects to work opportunities to develop skills, Top Rond, Lift Protein Muffin, and recently, of course, Filter Off App, which is the focus as well of this interview. And um, I think one of the areas, of course, is this focus on mental health, uh, mental health and all the different things that relate with this. And he was involved in several campaigns and projects like Caring Crowd and the crowdfunding platform for non-profits, NAMI, the National Alliance for Mental Illness. And um, he is as well, he was awarded the EU Leader Young Professional of the Year in 2018. And uh, has been as well involved in a lot of different things related with uh, thought leadership, uh, social impact, and as well how we can actually bring all these different technologies for better. So, welcome to our series. Thank you so much for having me. So, Zach, you you have quite uh, out of the box profile because from the digital marketing to being actually going through a non-linear perspective and I think that's a quite important part especially because digital is creating a lot of mental health and vice versa but as well there's a lot of uh, different areas that you've been actually pushing within your career and within your uh, present entrepreneurship and uh, um, uh, behavior so can you tell us a bit about your background I always like to start by the basis so education a bit of a family background if you're a touch because of course they touch who you are today yeah, for sure. So I grew up in Westchester, New York. So right outside of New York City. I did my undergrad at Syracuse University. I was a history major, marketing minor, originally wanted to go to law school, uh, soon realized I did not want to go to law school and kind of fell into my first startup. Uh, I was a tech uh, company called Begin You, as you mentioned. 
uh, connecting students to startups so they could gain real world experience. And from there, I really just fell in love with tech and entrepreneurship. And that was really always my dream, having my own uh, company, being financially independent, and just focusing on one uh, really amazing company. And unfortunately, uh, Begin You didn't work out, but I ended up getting a scholarship at Syracuse to go for my master's program, decide to pursue information management to continue uh, my interest in technology. At the same time, I was doing a lot of uh, marketing on the side and learning about digital marketing. And I consider myself a marketer. Um, and from there, uh, started another company called Lift Protein Muffins. I started that actually with my mom, learned a lot about e-commerce, um, ended up getting a full-time job at Johnson & Johnson following my master's program. And around that time, I started an online mental health community uh, called 18% which I no longer work on, but it was uh, a really amazing project. And I also started uh, Filter Off, Filter Off, a video speeding app, which is currently my full-time job. And that's kind of where I put all my attention uh, towards. And I, I've really had a passion for marketing, building community, and connecting humans in a more efficient manner. Amazing. And I think it's quite impressive the way you 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 shift you shift from different topics and as well you you kept building that part. So, um, what did you brought into digital marketing and uh, a bit of because of course digital marketing everything right now is about digital marketing. Let's put it that way. But uh, how did you get into that? And I think about uh, a bit about the basis how you start getting into that because you have quite a lot of different expertise both in crowdfunding, both in creating marketeer and of course this is right now the, the new venture but i want to get to, because everyone has a kind of a story how they get into marketing or digital whatever the tools is more social media is more media buying is more all different parts and a, a bit of layer on that expertise and passion that you have yeah so when i was in college i uh was in sales i did some sales jobs i worked at cutco it was a knife company um, and i was pretty good at it and then i also worked at best buy um, and I liked sales. I thought it was a bit easy and I wanted to try something to expand myself, try something new and challenge myself. So I saw marketing kind of go hands in hands with sales and in terms of marketing, a lot of it, like biz dev and partnerships is kind of how I first started. And so I just started learning about digital. I read as many blogs as I could, went on Reddit, um, ran my own uh, dating blog called Top Romp. So I learned a lot about uh, SEO, uh, content writing, analytics. Um, yeah, and I just kind of fell in love with digital because I saw it as a new skill set, a more of a hard skill that I can learn and allow it to be translated into other industries and other interests that I may have. Fantastic. So, so... Let me ask you that because you, you mentioned dating and uh, the part of it because this is a big industry. I remember that one of my first jobs actually it was actually I think my only job that I was not working for me on second. And one of the things was precisely working in a dating app. And dating is actually one of the things that is more digital. And that brings us as well to your present in the area. But as well, can you tell us about that experience in particular and how did you get from there to to create a lot of different things that you are doing now? Yeah, I was always fascinated with online dating industry. 
the ability to connect to people outside your friend circle. And that's why I started a dating blog. I was like, I'm, I'm super passionate. I want to do something to contribute to the industry and kind of take this passion and create something out of it. And that's why I started Top Romp. So I reviewed different dating apps and hacks for millennials. Um, ended up, like I said, I learned a lot about A, the industry, but also about growth and digital and marketing in general. And it was fun to just learn a lot while pursuing this passion. And I always knew I wanted to start a dating app at some point, just wasn't sure what. And ended up selling that dating blog to a Canadian company. And around that time is when I kind of started thinking about what sort of a thing I want to do next. And for me, video was always something I was interested in. And when I would video chat prior to meeting up with someone, it was just a much more efficient experience um, in terms of just understanding and seeing who that person is before meeting them in person, see if we had chemistry, uh, see if we were both attracted. And that's why I really fell in love with video. I saw it as a really efficient, safe, amazing just experience that dating apps were not doing at the time. Ended up launching Filter Off prior to the pandemic. And then in April of the year of the pandemic, we got New York Times, BBC, and we really started taking off. And then last year, uh, we ended up raising from Anheuser-Busch, ZX Ventures. Um, we ended up raising close to two and a half million and they were our lead investor. So it's really been an amazing journey. I ended up leaving my full-time job, Johnson & Johnson, and now full-time on Filter Off. And it's it's been amazing. So tell us well, what is Filter Off. And for people listening, I'll just shortly give uh, an overview so i will just go through this and the provocation now goes to you so filter off is a speed dating app for brands non-profits and influencers to connect with their audience that's a fantastic thing so tell us what it is how it works and how can you get involved yeah so filter off uh, as you mentioned it's a video speed dating app uh you can join uh for free on android ios or the web and we offer these speed dating like virtual events. So you could go on these like four minute speed dates with other people in attendance. Aside from that, we also have different communities who host their own events uh, for their members or their audience. And then more recently, we introduced in real life events uh, all around New York City that we run one or two times per week. So these different types of singles parties, whether they're on lounges or yachts, and they're with different sorts of communities, Jewish communities, South Asian communities, 90s parties. So they're a lot of fun. But yeah, we are a uh, video speed dating app in short. So and, and for instance, this, so uh, can you tell us a bit, because you, you're talking as an expert, a lot of people, uh, most of people that I've been, uh, although, of course, you and me can talk about hours for this on, on the technical expertise, but uh, let, let's go how it works, okay? Because I think it's an important thing, especially for people listening to us. Uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm building metaverse technology and 3D and all these advanced stuff, but sometimes people don't even know how it works. Uh, and I think this part, particularly the fact that you are, putting a lot of different layers that are not conventional and you call it, it's not a convention, it's more a network 
but I like the, that you call it a speed dating app for brands and for all the different parts. So let's say a user journey, one or two user journeys that you can tell us about how it works. Yeah, for sure. So you first install the filter off app, uh, you create a profile, you indicate your interests, and then you get something called daily picks. And every day you'll get picks. Picks will be different people that fit your preferences as well as virtual events. So let's say you're interested in a person. Uh, you say that you're, when you're interested, it's actually saying that you're interested in video chatting with them. So it's a very different paradigm than typical dating apps. Uh, so if you're interested in them, and then if they indicate interest in you, you actually coordinate a time to video chat. And if you don't within a week, the match actually expires. And when you do jump on a video chat with this person, it's four minutes in length, uh, there's icebreaker questions and it's timed. So once it concludes, it'll ask you whether you like them or not. And if you're a match, you can then message or video call again. If you attend one of our virtual speed dating events, it's more like a round robin. You have up to like 10 uh, dates that evening, video speed dating style, again, four minutes each. Um, and it works the same way. If you like them and they like you, uh, you could then uh, message them or jump back on another video chat. Um, and then aside from the virtual aspect, we we layer it with an in-person aspect, and those are more singles parties that we're doing right now in New York City. The virtual aspect is taking place all around the world. So, so one of the things that uh, I'm particularly interested is how you build an audience around an app and how you get success. And this, I think that's probably the million dollars question because, like you said, you were you had recently funding and you had a lot of experience on that. But it's a big challenge that I've been finding is that most of people put an app or put a website that they don't really know how to get traffic. Uh, they really get stuck and nothing happens. And that's partly why you guys create filter off. That is probably that. Um, but uh, let's say why, if I'm a brand or if I'm a, an influencer, why I should use filter off? Because uh, it's a big challenge right now, for instance, for an influencer to, if you get outside of, uh, let's say the major social media platforms to really make business. And even when you have a big audience and stuff like that, monetizing is even more difficult. So how do you solve these problems? Good question. So communities like a Facebook community or nonprofit or even a creator on Instagram or TikTok can host uh, free virtual speed dating events as well. So they can create it private for their audience or community, and they could even sell tickets directly on our platform. Uh, so we've had some creators who actually attend virtual speed date with fans or just have their fans meet other fans. So you have this common connection, you're, you're associated with the brands or the influencer. And now we've also been providing uh, influencers and brands um, and organizations uh, partnership on the in real life perspective. So we can secure uh, a yacht or a lounge or a bar in New York City and run a private event with these brands or influencers for their audience as well and their singles events, and it doesn't cost them a dime. Uh, and as you may or may not know, venues in New York City are quite expensive. They could range for private venues. They could range anywhere from $10,000 to $100,000. Oh, fantastic. And for instance, in this part, so let's go a bit more layer. I like to go the rabbit hole. So let's say I'm an influencer. I want to do an event and I want to engage my audience, but I'm still... There's a challenge on that. So where exactly, so before the, so let's say I sign up the process, I can actually activate for my Instagram. So a bit like this nitty gritty, if you could actually go on that direction. I think this is really important. And I think you make a, a big uh, 
I think probably will make a lot of explanation all these things. This is one of the challenges that I've been finding is um, how you get from the theory to the practice on these things. And especially even with a lot of uh, high-profile personalities that I'm working and uh, being an influencer myself as well, I struggle to find solutions that actually help people really getting into the right direction. So, Yeah, so as a influencer or a brand, uh, you can create your own virtual speeding event. So again, same way, you install the app, you go to the events tab, and there's a create an event uh, button, and it's free to create. So you could add your own custom branding, you could add an intro video, you could uh, have ticket sales, or you can make it for free. Um, and then you can make it uh, like a private event just for your audience. And then once you create that, you start sharing that with your audience. Um, people will start RSVPing for your event. And then the virtual speeding takes place. So again, it's uh, again, as the influencer, you can make it like four minute dates, five minute dates, whatever you want. And your audience essentially dates one another. Um, you could attend or you don't have to attend. That's totally up to you. Many of our brands or influencers are not are already in relationships, so they don't, but some are not. And yeah, so it's just like a speed dating session for your community or audience. Fantastic. So so one of the things you have is that uh, within the app, you have a series of communities, and that's probably one of the features. I know that the app is quite recent. So tell us about these communities and how we can actually engage with the community. So for us, if you look at probably the, the, the apps that have been more successful the ultimate, of course, is, is TikTok, but it's different because in your case, you have a B2B2C approach towards the app. So, for instance, how is differentiating and how we get, for instance, uh, the difference between your app and the TikToks and all these different platforms that are much more B2C and much bigger scale platforms and much bigger funded as well? Yeah. So the B2B play is really, from a partnerships perspective, again, if you're a brand, um, or a creator and you want to host your own virtual speeding event. So we give them a platform to do so for free and then monetize and engage their audience. So we have different communities uh, like Meet You or Subtle Create Dating who host virtual speeding events on our platform for their audience. And then they also optionally host in-person events. So we've hosted, we recently hosted a yacht party with Subtle Curry Dating, had about 250 South Asian singles, uh, sold tickets through our platform, a way for their community to engage their audience, provide a fun activity, and then also make money. Fantastic. So I think with the app, it's straightforward that we'll put links to the app and different things. So tell us the work you've been doing in terms of different communities and especially things related to mental health. How did, does it get? So now, uh, there's an relationship between the work previously and what you're doing right now with um, Filter Off. Yeah, I mean, with Filter Off, again, it's connecting singles in a really authentic, efficient, and safe manner. Um, the work around mental health started a few years back. Um, I had a close family friend by the name of Lewis who had bipolar and schizoaffective disorder. And one day he went for a walk, um, didn't come home, and his remains were found near a river. And uh, in his honor, um, I ended up raising uh, close to $10,000 to support uh, families where at least one member of their family had some sort of mental health um, challenge. Um, ended up hitting my goal through crowdfunding. Um, following that, I wanted to create a community for other young people who are going through mental health challenges. And I started a, a community community. Um, 
called 18%. Um, it was hosted on Slack and it provided peer-to-peer support. Um, and there's different channels, anxiety, bipolar, depression, schizophrenia. Um, and it really grew, it went to over 20,000 people. We partnered with the crisis text line and different uh, suicide hotlines around the United States where they would send members who were not suicidal, but looking for uh, support. And then uh, a couple months later, I also started another campaign on the platform Caring Crowd, which was toasted by Johnson Johnson, no longer exists, but it was a wonderful platform um, and raised another $30,000. Also donate the proceeds to NAMI, uh, National Alliance of Mental Illness, which is a great uh, nonprofit. Um, so yeah, did a lot of work in that space. Um, did 18% for about five years, um, ended up, uh, dissolving the community, but our moderators, uh, started another mental health community, not affiliated with 18% sort of providing people again, peer to peer support. So I think, uh, the commonality between 18% filter off again, I really like connecting people in an efficient way to provide them some sort of support. And when it came to mental health, it was to provide a peer that they could speak to. And then in terms of filter off, it's an efficient way to get face-to-face with someone through video. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think that's one of the the areas that is very dear to me and it's quite complex right now. So uh, for people listening to us, and um, in terms of the way uh, you manage the community part of filter off, and as someone that has that conscience, what are the the guidelines that you give to people that, for instance, influences the relationship between influences? And right now we have so much stuff right now and so much technology that comes out of this. How do you relate these different things right now with between the digital component, the mental health, the community building, and the impact in terms of the influences? Because as you know, there's a lot of issues happening all the time, especially with the influences, especially in fashion. There's from suicidal to a lot of other issues that we've been facing, but as well, a lot of bullying, especially as metaverse becomes more advanced, this is going to be a bigger challenge because at the moment we have our own avatars and all on different parts. So is the question like, do you mind just framing the question one more time? Yeah, I'm asking, how do you deal in your app and filter off and within the communities of influencers and different personalities uh, with the problems potential of protecting people from uh, uh, any digital issues, digital bullying, or mental health issues. Yeah, I mean, on filter off, we have robust reporting functionality. Um, so we take that extremely seriously. Um, there's another challenge with online dating, which um, which is scammers. Uh, so we recently uh, released an article which was covered by TechCrunch and Gizmodo, where we actually started scamming. Um, our scammers. Uh, so scammers would go onto our platform on filter off. Our algorithm would detect that they're a scammer and we would actually siphon them into a different pool aside from our users. And we introduced bots uh, using GPT-3 to communicate with the scammers. And these bots would drive the scammers crazy because the scammers would ask for money. And eventually the scammers realize they're speaking to a bot. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a layer of, again, reporting functionality, uh, using uh, algorithms, and then, um, yeah, just 
I think it's this the intersect between technology, but also really trying to provide a great user experience. And that's really the core of filter off that we want to provide. Yeah, this is a, a very interesting that that part. And, and do you think you can scale that to the next level in terms of uh, uh, making it a bigger stuff that can actually make interoperability with different platforms or at the moment you're using only for your part right now? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I think, so we're a team of five. Um, if we, we've had a number of people after that TechCrunch article ask, hey, could we buy your software solution around uh, scammer detection and uh, try introducing the bots and using GPT-3? We're like, hey, we're not offering that out. It's just um, in-house. I think what it comes down to is every, every, Thing that you do if you start selling something new like that takes a lot of effort in itself we really want to be focused on the dating app and we've built tools in-house to enhance the functionality of the dating app keep it safe um, a great user experience so that's something we've thought about right now though we're uh, keeping it in-house no completely so so i think it's it's an interesting point so um any other things that you want to tell to your audience related with your app and the way you want to take for people an invitation and how to find your app and as well engage with other personalities any highlights of other influences that you brought to the table so far yeah so um if you are single and looking to meet someone the app is filter off so available on android as well as ios it's a free app um, and if you are a brand or a community looking to engage your audience or make additional revenue, uh, you could create your own virtual speed dating event right through the app. If you're New York City based, uh, we partner with all sorts of uh, communities um, and creators to give them free venues, DJ, security, uh, alcohol sponsors. So we really work closely with any of these brands or communities. In terms of just like fun experiences in the past, uh, we recently uh, ran an event with Vouch Dating, uh, Subtle Curry Dating, uh, Meet You, um, uh, NYC for Free. So she's a pretty big uh, creator in New York City. So all sorts of communities and brands to just provide really fun experiences for singles um, in New York City and even around the world virtually. Okay, fantastic. So, so to finish and to wrap up, so why I should choose your app versus any other ones, I'm not going to mention names that we have around the world. Yeah, when it comes down to it is online dating right now is quite frustrating. Um, you're swiping for hours, you match, then it doesn't go anywhere. Or sometimes you match, you message back and forth, the conversation dies, or maybe you then meet the person. And then you realize five minutes and you don't even want to be on that date. The beauty of filter off, we really created a new paradigm for online dating, uh, being a forefront of the online dating industry when it comes to video first, uh, having a, a really human experience and introducing uh, communities uh, to provide that level of trust when you're on our platform. So it's, again, a efficient, a safe a way to online date and you get to see people and it's not focused on the profile. No, completely. So I, I think fantastic. So I would suggest, uh, thank you so much for your time. 
I will recommend for people to look. And I think I'm very into video. I have been experienced myself in the past, of course, uh, with dating. And I work actually with some dating apps. And I think what you guys are doing is quite interesting, especially these filters and the scam filters. So good luck for the project. And um, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.